0: It is, in my humble opinion, absolutely pathetic that we have to, essentially, the people, we the people, regardless of what country you're in or you live in, have to sit back, watch the news every day or every night or whenever you watch it, and just hope, particularly within the West, that the politicians that you guys and myself voted in are literally doing their job. That's how pathetic it's gotten to. And I'm not saying it because of the COVID relief package or things like that. I'm just saying it in general. And I think regardless of where you stand on the whole COVID pandemic and all that politically and what you believe in scientifically, this has brought out both sides, both political parties, true colors, particularly within the United States and in the West. Now, I have a few things to cover here, and I think it's really important because although this might not, and I'll be totally honest with you guys, this might not be the most exciting news day, so to speak, it's definitely one of the more important ones, I would say personally. So let's literally jump right into it. Now, the stimulus COVID relief package within the United States in particular is give or take anywhere from seven to $900 billion, but... What the mainstream media whether it's the far right the far left the center or center right or center and center left what they're not telling you most of the time except for the independent media sources is that all you got to do is look at the documents of the bill that's being proposed and what you'll realize is that over 500 billion dollars of that's part of this new package was taken from the last time around so in theory. In theory, in textbook theory, the Republicans and the Democrats, even though they just announced yesterday on both sides that they will not be taking a vacation and going home for Christmas until they pass a bill, which, again, is great, but at the same time pathetic that we have to get to this point where it stretches out for so long, have agreed on the fact that they're really negotiating only a couple hundred billion dollars, if that. I think the exact number is $188 billion. Now, you might say, Dave, what are you talking about? So... The last COVID relief package that I think was two or three trillion, something, something like that. I I could be mistaken on the exact number, but anyways, there was about five to six hundred billion dollars of that left over. That was extra money that actually, I mean, don't get me wrong, it it should have been used, but it was also said at the same time that it wasn't needed, so it's like okay, fine, they let it go. But then they're taking that money and recycling it into this bill and only adding anywhere from one to maybe, maybe $300 billion of new money. So my point here is that regardless of your belief, regardless if you really need this COVID stimulus package to give you your 1200 bucks for the month or not, Regardless if you have given up on the system and you say, listen, if it comes, then great. But at the same time, I can't rely on them, which is absolutely fucking terrible. Doesn't matter what political party you're from, the whole or what you um, what your beliefs are. The whole point of a government is to help the people in certain times of crisis. Now, again, we can argue as to whether or not this whole thing is being faked or not. But what I'm trying to say here is that when it's time for the government to help, they barely help. And then when it comes down to it. They just help the, the the people within their circle regardless of what side. So really, for the last handful of weeks and months, they've been negotiating only a couple hundred billion dollars. That's it. Because that other half a, half a trillion was taken from the first package back in April. Now, again, this is not a Republican thing. This is not a Democrat thing. They both know this. Both sides know this. Why isn't the mainstream media reporting this? Now, if you look at New York Times articles or... Business Insider articles, what you're going to find here is that they are a little more truthful, not completely, but they break down at the bottom of their articles a little bit more as to how the money's being spent, where it came from before. And all of that. And w- the reason why I wanted to start this episode with that is because I just want to show you guys the misleading headlines that whether it's TV networks, cable networks, satellite, whatever, or um, uh, papers like the Washington Post and all that, what they don't show. What they don't show. Why? Because it would make both sides look bad. And the media understands this. So they say, you know what? Forget it. We're not going to b- either side, the-, the right or the left. We're not talking about it. Forget it. Because it makes both sides guilty. It's as simple as that. Okay, and so I don't know how much that 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 pisses you guys off, because some of you, I would imagine, would like that twelve hundred bucks. I mean, who wouldn't, regardless if you believe in what's going on around the world right now as one big staged event or if it's real at the end of the day? Look, I mean, unless I'm missing something here, we can all use an extra twelve hundred bucks. Like, let's be totally honest with ourselves, regardless of where you are in the world right now, who would not want an extra twelve hundred bucks a month? It's as simple as that. Now, I'm not saying that I'm in support of the, this bill. I've looked into it, not extensively, but to a decent amount, and there's a lot of things I, I disagree with it on, and I think it's completely ironic and hypocritical that the fact that they're slowly doing their jobs is considered to be some magical thing. doesn't matter what party you're from. Right. And now, don't get me wrong. There's people that seem to be doing their jobs on both the left and the right. But when we look at it and we look into it a little bit deeper, it's kind of like a smokescreen. It's a bit of a deception in order to deceive people and make them seem like, oh, these Democrats and Republicans are trying, they're, they're, they're trying not to make perfection the enemy of the good. So now they're coming together. Sort of. Sort of. And I say that with an unsatisfied sigh. But again, this is what it's come to, particularly in my opinion in the last 70-80 years, it's just gone to hell in terms of the way that they're working for the people. They work for their own circles. That's all it is. I mean, if we don't want to go down the rabbit hole and we just want to look at it from a public perspective, front-end viewpoint, they're just helping each other and their friends within their own circles. That's all it is. The next thing I want to talk about is that according to Business Insider, I think the news broke literally 20 minutes from now, uh, 20 minutes ago, TikTok has been very, very, in a subliminal, low-key manner, very under-the-table way, has been selling their job applications and employees' data to China. Which company in China? Which institution? Which which organization? No idea. Can't say. Can't be proven yet. Very hard to say. So I don't want to just extrapolate and, and immediately assume things when it isn't there. But with that being said, Business Insider tends to be pretty decent at reporting stuff. Don't get me wrong. They make some messed-up articles sometimes, but at other times they're they're pretty bang on so let's see what happens i'm not saying we should trust this report entirely what i'm saying is that we need to have it in our minds to consider the possibility and look tiktok's had a shady record already i wouldn't rule it out so the next thing is that the russian hit squad that poisoned putin's official opposition alexei Navalny. they found travel records and telecommunications records that indicate this whole russian hit squad essentially did poison him Look, it's nothing new. It's the way, unfortunately, it's the way the world works. The media may seem like it's some big surprise that someone was poisoned. And sometimes, I remember a few weeks ago when the Iranian nuclear scientist was shot. The mainstream media on TV was acting like it was some massive thing. Like, oh my gosh, this happens all the time. It just so happens that they chose to cover it this time around. That's all it is, right? The next thing is that Sidney Powell, who was formerly a lawyer for Trump, but she's still kind of doing her own thing on the side... uh, trying to sort of associate herself with Trump's team and Trump's group and all that has pretty much came out and admitted in a certain way that her source for her intelligence uh, briefings and all that was that from a mechanic? Now, again, how reputable this source is, I don't know. Granted, this mechanic she was receiving intelligence from was a former, is uh, is a veteran, so a former soldier. So I commend him for serving. That's absolutely fantastic. I don't know the details as to if he still has access to classified information. So I don't want to immediately shut it down and say this is nonsense because we live, especially this year, we're living in a time right now where nonsense that gets laughed at literally becomes true X amount of weeks, months, or years later. It's as simple as that. If 2020, aside from COVID, has shown us any, anything, it's that all these, as they called them, conspiracies, have been turning out to become true in a lot of different ways and have been leaning to other things in a lot of different directions. And so what we're starting to see here, guys, I think, is we're starting to see both sides cover for their asses because people like yourself and myself are starting to slowly but surely realize... I don't want to use the word wake up, but realize that what we've been, what people have been saying all along about how politicians are all the same and this and that literally was maybe a percentage or a fractal of a percentage of what was really going on behind the scenes. Because again, when both sides or both political parties or both funders of both sides get caught in a bit of a mess or a conflict, they all step down and just shut up and go quiet. Now you might say, okay, what am am I, what do I mean by that? Well. If we take a look, what we're going to find here is that Betsy DeVos, who is currently the secretary of, I believe it's uh, education, handling the schooling and all that, has deep connections through her companies and otherwise, because she comes from a very wealthy family. She's under Trump's administration right now, has deep connections to biden's recent nomination for the secretary of education i believe it is i I don't know if that's the official name please forgive me if i didn't get that right but the point is this biden nominated someone who worked for betsy devos also had contacts with bill gates had contacts with mike bloomberg had contacts with the walton family and all of these people in the last handful of years based on a report from tyt investigates found and again I'm trying to take sources from all sides here, so we'll see what happens if this turns out to be true, which is why I'm saying please don't necessarily necessarily believe every single thing I'm reporting because we found the mainstream media to always lie anyways, right? Excuse me. Now, they found that these Democrats, along with Republicans, and Jeb Bush as well, George Bush's older brother, I believe, or younger, I'm not sure, worked together to privatize schools way before Trump came in way before Trump came into the picture. So the Walton family, Mike Bloomberg, Bill Gates, all these guys, Jeb Bush, for privatizing schools. So in certain contexts, because we have to take a step back and we have to take it seriously before we ridicule it, because if we ridicule it, we'll be just like the rest of the mainstream media, right? And so when we look at this, we have to say, okay, how much in certain contexts did this benefit the people compared to the rich? Well, it benefited, it seems to look like right now, the rich people's kids and the rest of America pretty much got screwed in terms of their children getting a much better educational system. Now, some people might not care about that because at the end of the day, we could very validly argue that the education system in the West, I don't know about Europe, but in the West, is obsolete, meant to suppress you, keep you down. I mean, look, I wouldn't rule it out, guys. I'm not going to lie. Like, come on. So, anyways... I I apologize if I'm in a bit of a, a, a jerky mood this morning. But when I read these things, I just have to sit back and go, my God, doesn't matter what side you're on. If you can't see what's happening, like, then what's the point? Right. So next thing is that Trump is considering a special prosecutor to look into Hunter Biden. Look, the way I see it, regardless if you're for Trump or not, he's essentially it seems to be unless there's a political strategy here that I'm not privy to, that, we're, that we don't know about behind the scenes, which happens a lot, he seems to be just grasping onto as much power as he can before he has to get out. And there's nothing wrong with that. There isn't. We can argue both sides of that. We really could. And I'm not saying it because I want to remain neutral and not offend anyone, but there are valid arguments to both sides because the Hunter Biden investigation is completely legitimate. The media covered it up until after the election, or sorry, the mainstream media did. And this is why people are starting to look and watch shows such as this one, which I tremendously appreciate because we're trying to tell it how it is. And the cable networks will try to tell you that all the time. We're telling it straight. We're giving it straight to you. But the influences of the, the funders of those institutions and all that is way too much. There's too much money involved for anyone to give any straight up reporting like this. Now, the next thing is that Governor Cuomo in New York banned the sale of Confederate flags in the state of New York and the city of New York. This is a touchy one in the sense that, in theory, it could be stricken down by the Supreme Court. I'm not a lawyer. I'm not a a legal scholar by any stretch of the word. But what I do understand is that regardless if something is controversial or not, it comes down to free speech and is it constitutional or not. And so look, regardless of where you stand with the symbolism of the Confederate flag and what it represents, some people will say it represents slavery, others say it represents just the, the, the passion and pride of the South. Look, I, I wasn't alive, uh, nor do I think were you guys alive when this whole Civil War thing happened a couple hundred years ago. So unless we were there, it's hard for me to comment. But at the end of the day... Do I, do I think what Governor Cuomo did was right or wrong? I think that if we take it from an extremely, extremely, if we take our emotions, morals, ethics, and our, our human consciousness out of it, in pure textbook theory, I would imagine it to be unconstitutional, simply because it doesn't matter what it represents, it's more so that of freedom of expressing your opinion. And so I think that's what is going to happen here. It wouldn't surprise me if this law gets struck down by a Supreme Court judge or something like this in New York. Because at the end of the day, this just happened last night. So we have to see what happens there. The next thing is that Tucker Carlson on Fox News had a little segment on UFOs last night, which is great. It's great to see that someone's talking about it, which is one of the reasons why I like personally conservative media, not far right, but conservative media a little more. And I'll explain to you guys why. No, it's not so much what they report. It's how they report it. And what I mean by that is what seems to and I could be very wrong here. But what seems to me is that the liberal media, the ones that lean more left MSNBC, CNN and those guys, they seem to or even center left. They seem to listen to, I guess we could say their higher ups or their bosses and those bosses listen to the corporations as to what they can report on and what they have to ignore. Right, And, of course, the, we know for a fact the CIA is involved in that whole thing and, and what have you. But what I like about the conservative-leaning side of things is that it's not that they're not bought off. Of course they're bought off. I mean, if you're a corporation and you're a mainstream media cable network, yeah, you're, you're pretty much bought off. But I like the fact that they're given a little more freedom to discuss things that are a little more controversial. And, yeah, the UFO subject is still controversial. There's still people out there that just completely laugh at it, even though we got a whole show based on it, right? So, anyways... The next thing I want to mention quickly is that there's a big controversy going on regarding Joe Biden's wife, Jill, about her saying that she was a doctor, technically speaking, in pure theory. Yeah, she's a doctor. Some Republicans are saying and in a certain way, making fun of her saying she should not be using that title as the first lady in the White House. I don't know what the hell that's all about. That's just typical attack and attack until you can get your base to support you. It seems like on either side, on either side. The next thing is that there's a tape that, w- that leaked, I guess, last night. I'm not sure. They were in, I believe, I think it was London or Italy. I'm not sure, where Tom Cruise essentially snapped on his production crew for not, excuse me, for not following the COVID-19 protocol rules that would have to be consistent with these studios if they want to keep filming, whether it's in the U.S. or all around the world. So he snapped. It, it kind of reminded me of when Christian Bale snapped about 10 or 11 years ago on the set of Terminator, except Christian Bale, he snapped... More for someone I think was walking on the set or something like that. Uh, and over here, what happened was that Tom Cruise allegedly claimed it's, there's just audio. I, I haven't, I've yet to see or hear online if there's any visual of it, but he snapped because certain production crews, uh, members, sorry, were not following COVID guidelines. So again, depends where you stand on COVID in and of itself. You may completely agree with Tom Cruise or you might be against him, but look, at the end of the day, i'm just covering it quickly because tom cruise is probably not the most important thing that we got to be talking about right now right so <laughs> i don't think no offense to him i don't think he ever was but <laughs> anyways last thing i want to mention very quickly as well as that Meghan markle and prince harry i believe signed a deal with spotify to start their own podcast look uh, that's great spotify seems to be trying to monopolize the market and gain as many people as they can on their side you know joe rogan uh, michelle obama Meghan markle prince harry all that stuff so We'll see where that goes. At the end of the day, what's nice is that if you don't want to listen to it, no one's forcing you. No one's putting a gun to your head to, to want to listen to it, right? And I know I said that was the last thing, but the very last thing I want to mention as well, but, sorry, the last two things, is that former fashion executive Peter Nygaard was arrested in Canada, I think early this morning or late last night on sex trafficking charges. His house in, I think, I forgot where, I believe his apartment in New York was raided earlier this year. So anyways, this is a cross-investigation between the FBI and the, uh, the RCMP, and for those who don't know, the RCMP is essentially the FBI of Canada, so uh, we'll see what happens there. I mean, look, these fashion people t- s- seem to be getting stuck uh, all the time, not stuck, sorry, caught all the time with the sex trafficking stuff, and I know obviously that's a big thing going on right now, and it's been going on for years, just now being slowly exposed. That's, it's as simple as that. And the very last thing I wanted to mention is that Jeff Bezos' ex-wife, Mackenzie Scott, is donating and giving away so much goddamn money that she has to tell her accountants pretty much... She, has to tell, she told them to find a way to give away her money faster. Hey, good for her. She's worth, I think, something like 50 or 60000000000 billion, I'm not sure. I mean, she made a lot of money from that divorce with Jeff Bezos, and if she wants to give it away to good causes, then great. I mean, sadly, the good causes thing is... is The problem with that is that a cause is never really purely good, especially in today's society. It's always manipulated. But at the end of the day, if you want to cut through all the BS, if you want to donate money to a cause that you believe is good, then more power to you. It's as simple as that. So that's it for today. There was a substantial amount to cover. And um, we will catch you guys uh, tomorrow morning. And if not, we'll see you guys later today for the traditional episode. Thank you.